Welcome to the Life As We Know It show. On today's episode, we sit with Andreas Axiotis, and we discuss issues such as current politics, the pandemic effects on the aviation industry, and advice for the younger generation. Welcome to the Life As We Know It show. Uh, today is a special day. It is episode 21 of our new season, season number three. We have a special guest. His name is Andreas. Welcome, buddy. Welcome to the Thanks, show. Thanks, man. I appreciate you guys having me here. It's yeah, a pleasure, man. man. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's honestly, um, it's nice to have someone like you come on for such a special episode because it's the first one of our a new yeah. season for us, Ep- right? It's uh, episode 21 of the entire show and uh, episode one of season three. Yeah. So man, we, uh, I was super excited yeah. when you guys uh, sent the invite and I saw 21 because that just <laughs> happens to be the number that I uh, I consider my lucky number. Hey, no way. So yeah, so go, it was legit, man. man. I, was, I was all excited. It's the universal lighting. Itself. That's it. You know what? Wait. Side note, let's do our uh, ching ching. Ching ching. And you know, um, cheers, ching ching guys. With our dollar store glasses, you know? That's it. Label on go. and all. Let's go. Ah, nice, man. Shout out to uh, Dennis Aguirre for the, the wine, you know, because of you, we uh, we drink wine now, you know? Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if, if anyone listening is uh, wondering why it's uh, so tame and quiet, our uh, <laughs> our all-star boy is uh, currently, uh, <laughs> he got fired. No, nah. <laughs> nah, I was kidding. Fucking kidding. guy. <laughs> nah, right now, he's, just, uh, he's, at, he's at a car trip with the missus, uh, so he couldn't make it today, but we're going to be holding down the fort, so. Yeah, shout boy. out boy, shout out Michelle. Hope they have a good trip. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> we're lo- we're uh, looking at this plant, thinking of you right now. I know, we just put you glasses, can't, can't, can't put some glasses and uh, shave uh, shave <laughs> some of the leaves off. <laughs> well, we'll we'll drink the the yeah. wine for you, buddy. So we'll Cheers, do, the, we'll do another time. ching ching for another boy. another yeah. ching another ching for, for boy. boy. You know. There we go. Ah no. man, so much better no. than hard liquor. Trust right? me, man. This is so nice, man. Oh my god! Before we were getting plastered before the show. <laughs> no kidding, man. We'd like take shots at like cat at a club. Like, oh, what the fuck is this? Get halfway through the show, dragging all the words. Bro, uh, yeah. Open to just make it through to like yes. uh, minute number sixty. That's yeah. why if you listen to our first episodes, we're always like, um, yeah, like, uh, like. like uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. So let's get to it. Um, tell us a bit about yourself, man. Let's start off with where you were born. Uh, born and raised Mississauga, hey. uh, Mississauga native. Yes, sir. Um, I actually spent, uh, all my, well, majority of my, uh, my life, uh, in the same home, uh, born and raised there. Um, attended, uh, attended Meadowville secondary school, Mississauga. Uh, so on the West end bordering, uh, Milton yeah. and so forth, where, nice. uh, my life has eventually led me to at this point, but mm. I'm sure we'll get to that later on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, spent majority of my time there, moved on to Etobicoke for a little while, got, uh, got a little closer to the city, which I enjoyed for those years and, uh, onto, uh, onto the adult life in, uh, Milton. I've, uh, I've resided to the suburbs and, uh, gardening and so <laughs> yeah. forth. Milton uh, is, uh, Mississauga t- in the 2002. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah. It's, it's a new wave now. We're, we're out yeah, there. So up, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. How do you uh, pronounce your name correctly? So first and last name is that first and last okay, name. So yeah, Andreas yeah. Axiotis. Nice. Uh, that's a dope last name. Tell, tell our fans, it. uh, your background. What is so, uh, well, Canadian, of course, but, uh, ethnically, uh, my mother is German and my father is Greek. Uh, so I'm, uh, I have a mixed composure 
which man, I'm so thankful for Like in, uh, as my life has kind of gone on, I feel like, uh, you know, having two different backgrounds is, uh, insightful. Like it kind of gives you two different perspectives on life. Like mm-hmm. my parents came from very radically, not radically different backgrounds, but you know, in a sense of like their perception and the reality of life was completely different from yeah. one another. Um, and having that passed on to me, uh, I feel has been really beneficial in my life and helped me to kind of see things a little bit more openly, I should say. Um, because when you, I think sometimes when you have like just one background, not that it's a mm-hmm. bad thing, of course, but, uh, you know, you kind of, the culture kind of translates itself to yeah. both people. Uh, yeah. so yeah, man, that's, uh, that's, that's where the last name stems from, but, uh, there's a good German in there. Too. And and when it mixed like that, like, tell us a bit about your upbringing. How was that? Yeah. You know, with a German, um, Eastern, Eastern European and the, yeah, cause that's, that's an interesting mix. So, how like was your upbringing? North and the South. That's man. it. That's <laughs> it, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm like, uh, I would say this, like, uh, Germans are very, um, they're very put together, very organized, very methodical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people think of German standard, uh, a lot of the time, you know, especially automobiles and so forth. Uh, Greeks are very passionate, man. Uh, yeah. very passionate people. It's very different. It's uh, live life in the moment and, and so forth. I think there's a little less planning so far mm-hmm. as things go. Um, it was, man, it was crazy. Like, you know, um, my, uh, my grandparents are, are separated or were separated, I should say. Um, and my grandmother was a really, really quiet woman. She would come to Easter and Greek Easter is, uh, it is on a different date than, uh, the Catholic Easter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I'd have my one grandfather, man, he's just reaching for all the food, yelling everybody at each other, pass the potatoes, let's go, give me the salad. <laughs> Everybody's screaming at each other. And then, you know, I had my quiet little grandmother, like in the corner, proper fork yeah. and knife, like etiquette 100, you know, like, yeah, yeah. so it, it was, it was pretty different, man. And yeah. like, even just sitting at the same table, you would see the differences. Like they were very, very evident. Um, but it's cool, man, because I feel like I have that passionate side to me where I am very like outgoing and rambunctious and, yeah. and so forth. But at the same time, like there are times where I'm a little quieter and I try to be a little yeah. bit more methodical about my course, thinking and my organization and so forth. So it's really translated into my life and who I am as a person, I think. That's cool, man. No, of course. That's it, really cool. Yeah, I mean, like they did a phenomenal job uh, raising you because when Appreciate I first it, met you and, you know, I always said you were a good dude. And I, when I talked to the guys about bringing you on and stuff like that, I was like, "Yeah, nothing but good words, man." Yeah, man. I really appreciate that, bro. No, I'm just no, kidding, no. man. This guy was talking beer. This is gonna be a roast session, no. guys. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, man. It's, it, it, you're, you're a good dude, and um, I just, I just hope you never change, buddy. No, don't, no, uh, no, I never plan to. Don't let this world poison you, <laughs> no, buddy. No man, no man. Stay true to myself. I always will. Uh, and even if that means for better or for worse, because sometimes uh, that rambunctious uh, wild side can be. Uh, it's not always the best, man. It's great in most scenarios, but like sometimes it gets a little wild. And, the, and but hey, man, I'm gonna stay true to myself. I can't change just to appease other people. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't be a fair to me or a fairness to the other person if i'm really just you know is that spartan blood man that's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's right um let's go let's track back a bit so you were cool. originally from mississauga correct yep and uh you went to meadowville elementary right. or is no that so that, that was my secondary school what was your elementary so elementary was trelawney public school um I've like that, that area is, was fairly new at the time. So, uh, it was really big mix of new people coming into the area. Um, hadn't been open that long. So, uh, a lot of, a lot of great friends from that time and, and everybody from all kinds of backgrounds and, and, you know, and whatnot. Um, 
I moved on eventually. I went to middle school at Lisgar Middle School, okay, which was uh, down the street from there. Yeah. Uh, again, a lot of the same people that I went to my elementary school with uh, followed me along, and uh, well, I shouldn't say followed me along. We all went together progressively yeah, yeah, yeah. to that to that school, of course. Um, you know, I spent I think uh, grade seven, eight there. It was only two years. It was a very brief time, mm-hmm. and then onward to uh, to Meadowvale. Was Meadowvale a public school or a Catholic? Meadowvale, Meadowvale was a public school. Okay. Uh, we we had a Catholic school down the road. Um, I uh, I don't like neither one of my parents really are overly religious. Uh, it was never really a decision for me to go mm-hmm. into a Catholic school. Not for any bad or good reason necessarily. It just was yeah, what it was. Happened, I just, yeah. yeah, I just ended up in a public school. Yeah. Um, which was legit. Um, yeah, man. I spent a lot of uh, a lot a lot of my time there uh, from a young age. I should say, even from Trelawney. Like my earliest memories, man, are like playing sports. We played most things as, as best we could, and, mm-hmm. and majority of the friends that I, I grew up with and I surrounded myself with, like, uh, going through those, like, per, like you know, first years of my life. Of I course. Should, yeah, uh, and, I, and I've, I have the same friends now, man. A couple of these guys I've been with, like, majority of my life. And uh, we rare. met through, yeah, we met yeah, through sports, rare, man. but I feel like that's the best thing, right? You know, like, uh, I don't, I've never felt the, the need to have a, 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 an extensive following of friends or mm-hmm. to be a part of a lot of, uh, things, but, uh, yeah. to stay true to the people that I'm with and, and the qual it's the quality over the quantity for me. hundred percent. That's man. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, um, so after high school, where did you go? Did you go to university so, college? Yeah. So uh, immediately I headed off to University of Toronto. Uh, I attended the Scarborough campus. Um, that's where I started uh, learning uh, political science and international relations. Um, the experience of, uh, of university was very different for me. Uh, I didn't live on campus necessarily. I was a commuter, so mm-hmm. I would be in and out. Um, spent a lot of my first few years in school where I was really focused on uh, the partying aspect. So <laughs> met some met nice. some really good friends, yeah, man. Yeah, some yeah, amazing nice. people, and 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 had a really good time, and still friends with a lot of those guys to this day. Um, and uh, year three, I decided, okay, it's time to focus up now, and uh, <laughs> decided that academics was for me. So, um, not to say like I got away from those people, but uh, my focus kind of shifted. Yeah. I moved over towards uh, a little bit more of academia, mm-hmm. and. Um, Spent five years there though. I didn't. I didn't knock it out in four, which I'm. Hey, dude, I, I'm thankful for. There's nothing it. wrong with that. The, the workload. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, I don't know for those who have gone through it. I don't know about yourselves either. But mm-hmm. uh, the workload can seem like a lot in university, and it's a lot of pressure. It, uh, the stress levels increase in like you know exponentially with each year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I felt it was a little bit better for me to kind of slow down. I took uh, I took four courses instead of five each respective year and I mm-hmm. moved into a fifth year but man it really translated for me in uh, in my work and the quality of my thinking I think uh, something where I, which I really appreciate now. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Plan. Yeah, I feel like everyone has to take post secondary their post secondary education like kind of at their own pace. Like for me like I went to college, but I went to two colleges. I did it one year at Humber, and then I did three years at Georgia Brown. So that was my... I was the same as you. I was a commuter, like, from Mississauga to Toronto yeah. every day, so... But did you find that, like, um, the older you got, not necessarily... Because this is not the, the truth for everybody, but, like, for yourself personally, mm-hmm. having done it twice over, like, do you feel like the second time around was a little bit more of your focus was there versus, like, when you are in high school and... Yeah. You know, yeah. not high school, or like, your first, yeah, your first go around, you know yeah, what I mean? It's, exactly, yeah. Like, for me, I've, I've always been the type of person where, like, it usually takes me, like... I, I never usually get things, like, in general, like, down the first time. Yeah. I always have to do things... And, like, this is the way, like, my brain, I guess, I, and my character is, like, I, I have to do things, like, 
the second time around, I usually kind of refine it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found when I did my post-secondary. It was like first year, like I had this idea of what I wanted to do. I did it. Like I tried to make the best of it and get, gain the best, but I was like, you know what? It's not really for me. Let me try it a second time. And then when I went the second time to post-secondary for uh, at George Brown for architecture, like I was more tuned in. Yeah. And like, I feel like when, when you shift your mindset into that direction, like, like you just attract like the crowd and like your lifestyle just becomes more of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's also you're older too. Oh uh, yeah. Like I was, you're not much older, but like yeah, you're I was still like 21 when I went to George Brown. So yeah, at the end of the day, so you're young. still, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're still older than yeah. I think the maturity as a guy at that age yeah, really makes yeah. a difference. Like between 19 and 21 is like they, the difference between being a child. And yeah. they, they say that they say that like men reach mental maturity at 25. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Know, it's I a lot later than than women. But I don't. I still think I'm still I have, I have <laughs> a bit of a kid too, bro. <laughs> I still have a voice like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but for sure, I, I I believe that too, man. Like for men, like especially like 19, 20, 21, 22, man. Like we still riled up, man. <laughs> like like the yeah, touch the testosterone's is like, flowing. Yeah, like, yeah just touch like, span you know, is like nothing. Yeah, man. for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it, it's tougher anyone at that age yeah. guys and yeah. girls man and i yeah, think absolutely. a lot tougher for women like oh i would agree, agree. Yeah. i would like, agree like i think we're very lucky to be guys oh 100 percent, man there's a there's a lot of pros <laughs> like, there's a lot of pros to being women yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just for putting sure. that on record <laughs> I, I think i think men probably in general catch a, a lot less slack than than girls do you know like yes. uh guys i mean it, it's tough for everybody man like and you know i think especially in today's day and age things don't necessarily escape you the way they used to you know you could go home and you could decompress and now there's a lot of other uh comparatives it's true out mm-hmm. there in the world mm-hmm. um but yeah man i would agree with that i think uh i think it, it's tough for everybody but but because you guys have just, just, just easier it is it <laughs> is man it's uh yeah. listen it's not fair yeah like everyone knows my story in terms of you know i i didn't I don't have a post-secondary education, mm-hmm. but I, it was hard to get to where I'm at now. But I feel like if I was a woman, it would be a lot harder. Yeah, it's fair. It's true, man. Right? It's There's true. not many opportunities out there for women. I mean, things are a lot better now. Yeah. Nowadays, opposed to back Thankfully, in the day. Thankfully, man. Thankfully. It's, it's great yeah. to see that but, like, moving in the right direction. Yeah, it's uh, still hard. It's still hard. Um, yeah, so you went to university. Yeah. What happened after that? Um, so after that, uh, I spent, a, about, I would say about a year or so, um, I was looking for a job to, uh, pursue in public policy. Um, so like I was kind of mentioning, um, I became pretty interested in school and academia as I went along. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately my partying days didn't exactly contribute to, uh, me getting into uh, a master's <laughs> position at all. Uh, which that's, I w- a, that's street knowledge. That's it. That's street knowledge. <laughs> uh, I would, I would have loved to have done some further education and I, and I've still considered it for a possibility in my life, whether it's now or even yeah. possibly down the line mm-hmm. um, for you, man. But, um, yeah, no, I, I spent about a year or so looking, uh, and I found it was a really tough time. Uh, I, like many jobs, hi, do you have three to five years of experience? But by the way, nobody's willing to give you three to five <laughs> years of experience at Classic, all. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, by, by chance I happened to get a recommendation, uh, from my mom and my aunt for the company I'm presently working mm. for. Um, and I've been there now for five years, um, awesome. working in the aviation industry. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, um, that's awesome. So you say you work in the aviation in- industry, uh, exactly what do you do? 
So I work in a more operational setting. Okay. Uh, I'm not someone that necessarily works at the airport. I uh, I work in a background setting. Okay. Uh, I do scheduling for the pilots. Okay. Um, cool. So I mainly focus on uh, making sure that pilots are legal to fly, awesome. ensuring that mm-hmm. all of our flights are crewed and making sure that we have people there and available to, to get you out on time. And uh, yeah, like I said, I've been doing that job now for five years. It's something which I like, I think fits well with me uh it's super organizational it's something that i uh, attribute again to my german side a little bit <laughs> uh, kind of ties in nicely so uh yeah it's something that i've really enjoyed and and somewhere that i see myself for a long time so that's awesome cool. that's awesome that's man. that's amazing and rare to hear because yeah. yeah. uh, i feel like our generation yeah. and even younger they're so confused and lost when it comes to life and work and yeah no one's happy doing what they're doing you know yeah. what i mean and it was 42 is like so your position is basically uh you're like operations last schedule for scheduler for pilots right mm-hmm. it's funny because like these are kind of like jobs that you don't really hear every day so you don't really know that that they exist right similar to our job like i That's never true. really i never really knew our our type of job existed until like I kind of went through my own little, you know. It's true. Like uh, grapevine and all stuff. We so. we've we've spoken about this in our previous podcast. Yeah. Um, th- th- in in the school system, till this day, as far as I know, they keep pushing the same jobs, like yeah, or the same yeah teaching or uh, same professions, uh, doctors, yeah. trades, or trades. Yeah. They don't talk about. The specialty, like the specialty jobs, or like, like jobs. Yeah. what we do. Yeah, it's such a it's such an odd narrative for me that they. They really do push like the university, like, okay, follow yeah. university. You should go to university. University, it's like, yeah, yeah. there's so many other valuable jobs. And yeah. I think that unfortunately our society has really created this narrative of like, yeah, you need to be a doctor. You need to yeah. be a lawyer. You need to be an engineer. And this, like, and this is like the way to get to those steps. Kind yeah. Of thing, right? yeah. It's all, it's all merited on like yeah. the success of money or like high yeah. paying jobs, which I mean, I can understand why people want to have that. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a fair thing. You want to get through life and you want to try and put yourself in the best position for sure. But exactly. there are so many other valuable jobs. Oh, yeah. And, and I feel like there's other, like those type, like types of work fields that we're in, like all three of us is like, these are positions like if you if you play your cards right and you do do smart things, you, you can make a good like substantial oh, yeah. living. Absolutely, yeah. like doing these jobs. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. I mean? You you yeah. won't live a rich life, but you will do very well. Yeah, you, like I you think like I well. think like living rich and like being wealthy and all stuff. It's it's variable. It depends on like how good you are with like money management. How good you are. It also with, like, depends you know what, what I mean? you define for yourself. Exactly. As what, like like what is wealth, right? Yeah. To you, like right. Pe- yeah. People could think, like, oh, like That's if I true. own a Lamborghini, I'm I'm and like a condo, like a million dollar condo in like the sky, it's true. two bucks in the sky, then I'm wealthy. I mean, we hear the phrase all the time: more, more money, more problems, right? Exactly. Like yeah. it's everybody yep. thinks that that's the goal and that's the objective, yeah. and it is in a lot of cases. You want to be able to sustain yourself. Like there's no questioning when yeah. people say that it, it's for good reason. Nobody wants to be in a position where they're struggling. Like that's hundred percent. That's not an easy position to be in. Yeah. And, uh, it's not one that I'm sure anybody yeah. dreams about as a, mm-hmm. you know, as it's a young bizarre. child, but, um, you know, I don't, I, I've, I've had such a tough time understanding why there's such a narrative to push that direction and not let people know that there are other values like man, the trades, yeah. it, I can speak to like our mm-hmm. era. I don't know. Like I know we're all around the same age yeah. and, that was never pushed, but all the guys that I know are, that are in trades or a lot of the people that I know they're that are in trades, man, they're making bank. They're yeah. doing real good. Yeah, <laughs> they work their ass off, but they do absolutely they're doing very well. And it, and it's well. and it's yeah. well deserved. Like it's I, yeah. it's a lot of hours, man. A lot of those people yeah. don't have that nine to five mentality, and uh, and it pays yeah. and it pays yeah. it pays yeah. to do that kind of work, man. You know, like, you know. know sorry, sorry, go ahead. no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like just to highlight on why it's not being pushed. I think it's like a lot of the rhetoric that 
um, we we were when we were in high school and college was a lot from like the traditional past, like maybe like the 40s, 50s, 60s, right? And a lot of the jobs that were coming up were like the the high paying jobs were like the office jobs, like the corporate jobs. And I feel like that type of like because like obviously like you pass down what works, right? It's like at, in that time, that was what was working. That's what was making all the high paying jobs, right? Yeah. There's, there, there's there's universal truths like STEM, like anything in STEM will always be in high demand. But at at, at also. You could be in STEM, you could be an engineer, but also not make a lot. It really depends on the company, true. right? But I think like there's going to be a shift now, or like if it hasn't started already, but there's going to be a lot of shifting into like different positions, like more IT related, computer related, technology related, like more like um like even like um like entrepreneurial, like digital nomad style related. Like I feel like the shift is happening now, with like the gener not our generation necessarily, but the generation like coming uh, up, coming up, up. yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you know what's a big problem in general uh, when it comes to jobs and these careers and stuff like that, uh, or or I should say another big problem is um, I, I was just speaking uh, with my uh, fiance and my sister-in-law about this. Uh, I, I believe it was yesterday. Um, p- there's a lot of negative people out there, and a lot of jealous people mm-hmm. that if they th- that they're so corrupted uh, that they try to downplay you know uh things that you can do to better yourself so for example if you wanted to apply for this job but you didn't have the necessary qualifications for it right but you have the drive to learn and the commitment to go to work every day and all that they will do everything to 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 pretty much shut down your dreams and yeah, be like, like oh you're, to, to you can't st- get that job without education yeah, and stifle your stifle your that's growth. wrong yeah. i think that's it such a wrong. new culture that's emerged from that's social wrong, media though, though. And, like, and i 100 agree because i think like to me the most valuable thing man is not for me to be successful but it's it's to watch everyone around me enjoy that same success or at yeah. least have the aspiration for them to have that same success yeah, yeah. because I don't I, I don't understand the point of sitting there and and pushing a negative narrative like what what is the point like what how is that going to benefit you or the other person in any way and the jealousy I mean I understand it you know there's a lot of people now to compare to than there mm-hmm. ever was I mean 100 percent bro I think we were kind of mentioning this earlier you yeah. know like before you before social media existed it was like okay uh, you know you go to school you deal with that group you go home it's done hmm. you go home now there's still the 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 followers that, or that you're following or whatever it might be, whatever Mm -hmm. the number is. And it's just that many more people to compare to, but pushing that negative narrative, it doesn't benefit anybody in any productive way. And like, I I just can't understand why we've gotten to that point and how we change that. Yeah. I I don't know where, where along the line things got messed up, but I can definitely see Again, I hate to mention this because it's something we've all, we literally talk about almost every episode is the fact that social media has been good for us. But because there's so much bullshit on social media that I feel like it just messed with people's minds when it comes to uh, the valuables that people have and what people, how happy people seem in the picture. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, man. Ex- yeah. Exactly. See, so the thing, oh, so Go ahead. No, no. So like it, it just, it's one of those things where because people see it they feel like they just get so hopeless and yeah they lose i don't know i don't even know how to really say it they you, just it's it's like it's a comparison there's no like, motivation because you, compa- you constantly like they can't reach right? that yeah and the thing about it is that like the thing that people need to understand is like all these social media apps and things that we use they're programmed 
to grab your attention. You know what I mean? They're yeah. programmed to make you like constantly look at it. Yeah. Regardless of the fact of like how it plays with your emotions, that's not their factor. The factor is just to basically get your attention. Pick like, up the phone and scroll. Pick up the phone and scroll. It's literally, the, even the way it's designed, even the way that you interact with it physically, it's all been engineered. Like this, this there's a psychology that's been studied or like all, all around it. You know what yeah. I mean? Even like Tinder, man. Like the way that the guy came up with Tinder was, uh, I was actually listening to this the other day. So I, like I've never had it myself to be honest. Like, um, but like, oh um, yeah, I bet you. Have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was Don't worry, other, Jimmy. Lam, keep an eye I was on on the other one. Uh, Chris, Chris, Christian, Christian dating. <laughs> what was, what was that one? Ashley Madison. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I, I heard like the guy was trying to figure out how to make the next innovative app, and like, apparently the way he came up with this, like, he took a shower and then he just swiped his uh, he swiped his mirror, right? Oh. But just like the fact that like he could take that idea and then like refine it to make it like that, it's just like it's yeah, crazy, it's, man. It's, like it is, it is, yeah. It it is a double edged sword, right? Like there are so sword, many man. there are so many great things about it. Like I mean, you know, uh, we were trying to talk about this earlier. You have that that pre-social media life that we had you know yeah, and yeah. it didn't even exist. like pre-internet childhood man. well exactly and that's it times, it, it is good times yeah. and you know there's a lot of benefit to that uh, but i think there's also yeah. a lot of benefit to what goes on now um and i mean like i i love the fact that i can reach out to my family that's in greece or you know yeah. in germany and connect with them and, and that's obviously a positive but you know let's be honest here nobody when it comes down to with the regards of social media ever shows their shitty days no, you no, just don't. You don't. You don't. It's just always this yeah. smiling, perfect, happy me, and yeah. I'll never have a bad day. And please aspire to be like this. And and that's that's all fine and well. But you know what? As long as people keep that in mind as they're scrolling through, and I think that is part of the problem with the negative narrative, where people at times as you get lost in it. It is mm. just that constant scroll yep. and just get yeah. into the groove of it, yeah. and then you get lost. And you, I think people almost forget that this is not a not a true yeah. reality of it's, what's going on in it's people's all, it's, lives. It's all yeah. everything on social media, especially like apps like Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. This it's all it's all subconsciously or not, it's all staged. It's yeah. all like there's a there's a purpose yeah. behind what you're seeing, right? Like these people are trying to convey like a certain type of appeal or a certain type of like lifestyle to you right definitely yeah. that's the one thing that like what's it called should be like this more common common knowledge because like a lot of people they kind of just get into it like even me too man like you look at things and you compare you compare yourself to people especially like if they're doing things that like like you're pursuing say if you're like an athlete or like a musician or an artist and you like you look at people's works you kind of like compare yourself to it yeah no it's no like, it, and then you it, just get the press or whatever sometimes you get press sometimes you get in- inspired like it really depends right but I, I feel bad for the young kids that haven't had oh, that, dude, that pre man. you know that that yeah. exposure prior to social media like yeah. they've grown up in an era where this is the only thing that they understand and it's not it's not a knock on them like it's really not this is what yeah. the, your reality is growing up like yeah, your, it's not their fault. your life is structured mm-hmm. by the reality that yeah. you you experience right so exactly for me, like I look at that and I'm like, it, it's sad because you see the levels of depression moving yeah. up. You see the level of anxiety moving yeah. up. The, like you mentioned earlier, the jealousy is a big factor now. Huge Negativity factor. is a big factor. Huge and it, factor. it's not it's not a knock on them. Unfortunately, that's just the only reality that that's I think reality. a lot of young people yeah. do understand. It was like it was like when we were growing up, we were bombarded with like you guys remember like all the, the toys and like the advertisements for kids like yeah, when we were, yeah. like, back in the nineties, yeah. man. Yeah. Like every fucking like all the goo, you know, all those goo toys and <laughs> that's shit. It. Yeah, it's all orchestrated so no, that we like buy yeah. stuff, right? Man, I I like one of my nephews, man. It was like the other day, like I was just at his house and he was on TikTok, just like looking at things and like I could tell, man. Like he was looking at it and like he was like grabbing his head, like so into it, man. And I'm just like looking at him like, yo, are you okay, man? He's like, oh, I just want to be verified. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> but it's crazy that that's the aspiration now. Yeah, and it's dude, so funny because it's so you, wild, you see it like um. So my uh my folks um 
they have uh, been doing school photography. That's the business that, that we've had for in, in the family for many, many years now. Oh, nice. And um, several of the schools I go to, we, we, we do predominantly high schools. And, um, and many of them that I go to, man, you see the kids outside practicing like in window shops or like just against yeah. the school or yeah. in the mirror or whatever. And it's like you can just see the drive that that's created for them. Yeah. It's They want that verified check mark. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it again, but it's just you can see how much influence it bears yeah, over their lives. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting how like the psychology of social media and like, it's, it's especially bull- like in, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, uh, you know, for us, we're on social media. I mean, Instagram, whatever. Yeah, of course. Myself yeah. too. But we all are, man. That's I've not, said this <laughs> before. We have, I don't know, like 200 followers or some shit. It's nothing. But, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, you guys should do this, this some more to gain more followers. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to do that shit because I know we're a podcast, you know? Yeah. yeah. We don't get listens from the Instagram page. We get listens from, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And, you yeah. know, when you look at our numbers on those apps, we get thousands, but our fucking Instagram is whatever. So to me, social media is like, you know, if you really want to follow the, the trend of the bullshit, yeah, we can probably get verified and do all that bullshit, but we got regular lives to follow. But it's not, it's you know? not indicative of what you value. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's not you that's guys, not our goal. That's not yeah. what we. At the true thing, too, man. Like I, I can't remember where I saw. It. I think I, I saw it from like a, like a streetwear kind of like Instagram page or like some type of like influencer and kind of like the streetwear, the urban scene. And it was like, oh, how do you get more followers, or how do you get more like kind of like, yeah, followers or whatever. And then like the guy uh, uh, responded is like. The way you get more followers as is that you post that you don't care about your followers. <laughs> it's true <laughs> so though, true. man. It's true. As long as it's you're posting, true. as long as you're posting out dope content, yeah. you'll get followers, man. Like, yeah, for sure. That's it. That's, that's, that's how literally it how it works. And like side note, man, it's so funny because like, I have a I have a younger, um, I have younger girl cousins right that are in high school right now, and like when I go on their Instagram pages, do, do you know what I notice that like other like how these girl like how the high school girls are operating on social media. Like I'll go on my I'll go on like my younger cousins like Instagrams and I'll notice like yo you have like a hundred comments on your on this one post I'm like and then I, I look at the comments and it's like the same girls like commenting like fifty times and it's like I'm like I'm trying to understand like what like why would you do this and in my mind it makes so much sense it's like they want to like. It's like it's like a collective kind of mentality, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. oh, like they all we, help each other. Yeah, we gotta build. Yeah. We, we 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 gotta build like the. the it's it's so funny because uh, I find like it, so often like when you listen to people talk about these things, they're like, yeah, you know, kids are always focused on comment or like people in general are always focused on comments. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm lucky if I get like three comments on one <laughs> photo. <laughs> I'm like, Seriously, I'm like, bro. I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, three yeah. three yeah. comments. That's sweet. But uh, like, it's true. And fuck, when I get a comment, it's always negative. So it was like, oh, you got to cut your hair, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. you, bro. So funny, I'm in the bro. shop every week. Leave me alone. Yeah, so yeah funny, I know. Bro. It's true. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't go any shorter than this, man. <laughs> um, we we sidetracked quite a bit. Let's that's go back. Let's go. Hey, man, that's the beauty of a non podcast. To, uh, to our fans out there, if you sit on these chairs, man, it's it's easy, very easy to sidetrack. <laughs> yeah. Palms are still sweating. We're, uh, what, 20 minutes in now, boys? Uh, <laughs> <Very easy. laughs> Especially uh, when you're drinking some nice Australian red it. wine, man. I know. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Yellowtail. 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 The Shiraz. Yeah. Brought to you by Yellowtail. Yeah. Shiraz, right? Give these boys a call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some <laughs> sponsorship. LCBO, that's where you can get it, you know? Beautiful. Come on, man. Um, yeah, so let's go back to you, Andreas. So mm. 
you uh, work at the airport. Let's talk about trending topic that is on the news everywhere today, uh, COVID. You know, no one likes to talk about it. But for someone like you who deals with the aviation industry and the travel industry, how has COVID affected your industry? Man, I mean, I mean, for for most people, and I'm sure anybody that is listening, you know, uh, in, in most countries around the world at this point, uh, we are at that point where uh, COVID has naturally affected um, everything. Uh, our operating capacity really went down. I mean, obviously, to no fault of the companies, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, it, it, it's impacted by this. Uh, Policies like uh, the one that we currently have in place, you know, like even as a matter of uh, quarantining upon return, you have to be either pretty successful or, you know, have a job that really permits you to have that type of time off. Because if Mm. you leave even for a day and you got to quarantine for two weeks, well, man, you got to you got to be good off financially or your workplace has to accommodate you in a way that works. So I think it's really impacted people in that regard. And I mean. It's difficult, man. Like, uh, you know, it, it's a hard decision. Uh, I mean, you know, we were kind of mentioned this earlier. Like, I wouldn't want to be a politician right now, man. This is no. like a hard decision to set these to set these guidelines it's and true. these policies for people. Um, but at the same time, yeah, man, we've, we've been severely impacted. And um, personally, I, I, you know, of course, I'm saying this as somebody that works in the industry. But I, I say this also as somebody that, that genuinely loves traveling. I've done it my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um I would love to see a change, man. I, like, I don't want a two-week quarantine anymore. I would love for me to be able to come home, do a COVID test. Yeah. You know, if I happen to test positive, okay, I understand the 14-day quarantine. That That's sensible. Yeah. But, you know, I would also love the idea of being able to come home, do a COVID test, test negative, and be able to kind of start your life. Free. Start my yeah. life again yeah. a little bit, you know? And I yeah. think that that's the big hindrance for people where it's, okay, how am I going to leave for two weeks? then come back home and have to quarantine for another two. Like yeah. it, nobody, it's not realistic. most people don't mm-hmm. have that time available to them. It's yeah. not a, it, that time is not a luxury the way it can be for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it has been challenging for us. Um, in any case, uh, you know, we're hoping that things will, will soon start to turn. I know the second wave is coming, uh, but hopefully if we learn how to manage this a little bit better, um, you know, we can get ourselves back up on our feet, man. Uh, it, it's important. And I think, uh, I think the world needs it as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, um, advice and recommendations you could give anyone that's planning on traveling during yeah, this like, tough time? Let, let's say like people trying planning, uh, planning to travel within the end of this. Well, probably not the end of this year, but maybe like early to mid next year, like, yeah. Man, I mean, at this point, if things don't change, I would advise people to travel domestically. First off, mm-hmm. Canada is a beautiful country. Dude, I, can say, I can say this for us. Yeah. Uh, and I know there's people in other places, but yeah. man, Canada is so dude, beautiful. It's so dude. awesome, man. Like, and there's so, awesome. so many different places here that I think, uh, I think as Canadians, uh, in, in a lot of cases, we undervalue it because we always have this aspiration to travel elsewhere and I want to yeah, see yeah, the world. True. And yeah. I, we always do that in our mind. But uh, man, I, I've, I've been very lucky to have experienced and, and traveled to many places in Canada. Um, 
at uh, in 2012, I uh, I was working for Pepsi and I was doing something called the the Pepsi Taste Challenge. Yeah. And I worked on uh, on the national the national team, and so we actually traveled through all of Canada. We drove the whole thing. Oh man. shit, road trip. Yeah, yeah road, road trip, trip. Oh, man. Road that's trip. My, that's yeah, my yeah. dream, bro. Yeah, that's, man, that's my fucking dream, yeah. man. That that really like opened up my eyes. I was like, man, this is not just like Ontario, because yeah. like we, I think uh, I think for a lot of us who, who uh, I mean, I'm speaking generally, of course, yeah. about those who live in Toronto. It's like this is kind of our envisionment yeah. of it's like Canada. Yes, this, is, yes. this is Canada. Or you go to Little Europe, Montreal. That's <laughs> it, man. That's it. That's it. We traveled abroad and we've gone to Montreal. Yeah, we go to Montreal. A whole <laughs> six hour trip. Yeah. Um, it's true. It's true. But, uh, but no, like really like experiencing things domestically, man, uh, go yeah. check out. You'd be so surprised at how yeah. many great and amazing things there are even within your own country. And I think that's irrespective of whether you live here or you, you live elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, in the world, man. Check out your own country. You'd be so surprised at how many things you don't know yeah. Uh, versus how many things you assume you do know. Um, yeah, man, it's it just, it's so dope to kind of go around and just check out what, what, what areas, what areas of Canada did you, uh, so visit? what provinces I have, I, I did West of here. So okay. I've, uh, I've done Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, uh, Alberta, BC. Nice. Uh, I've, I've been to Quebec before, yeah. um, and I have done how uh, done Nova Scotia when I was quite young, uh, crazy, man. but man, I would I would die to go to the territories, man. I would oh, love to go up north and, yeah. and the older I get, the, the more Yukon, like, yes, yeah, man, the Yukon, for sure. Yeah, the, yeah. the older I get, the Yo, more North Pole, bro. <laughs> that's it, man. Go up to none of it and just check out the North Pole. <laughs> North Pole, man. Make sure Russia hasn't tried to plant their flag there. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no disrespect, Russia. We love you, but uh, yeah. nah. um, no. And and yeah, man. Like I, I the older I get, uh, the more intrigued I am by by spending some time uh, in our natural environment. Like mm-hmm. I, I love metropolis cities. They're really cool. Uh, there's yeah. obviously a lot to offer, but. Uh, uh, you know, spending time in nature is is a really really cool thing. So yeah. I would love to be able to kind of get in touch with uh, with the rest of Canada and see see what it has to offer, man. Yo, hundred percent. I I actually learned this recently, but um, you know, like um, the forests of Canada, especially like in Alberta, BC, that area. Apparently, mm-hmm. apparently, there like that's considered a rainforest. It right? is. Yeah. yeah, it's connected. Yeah. To, so if that if that if that area. Or like South America, which is like the Amazon, the rainforest that everyone knows about. If any of those kind of like become imbalanced, but like losing too much trees, like the whole world is fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Like he showed me some photos of his trip, and yeah. man, it's amazing. Right? It is gorgeous yeah. over I, there. Yeah, but one of my one of my close boys, um, he he did a uh, he did an East Coast trip with his boys from here all the way to PEI, and he said literally it was like one of the best trips he's ever done, man. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, Canada's. Canada is really underrated, especially the Canadians, man. We don't, we, we, we take, we, we don't, take it for granted. we take it for granted, man. Yeah. But I think the yeah. funny thing is, so, so like, um, in Germany, I, I, I tend to go back quite often just, you know, I, I'm lucky enough that, uh, with my work that I have the opportunity to go ahead and do that. Uh, and my cousins say all the time, they're like, you're so lucky to live in Canada. And I'm yeah. like, I'm sitting there in my mind, especially when I was younger and I was like, what are these guys talking yeah, about? Yeah. I'm like, I'm thinking about Toronto and I'm like, I yeah. love Toronto for sure. But yeah. At the same time, I, I was trying to understand what, what they were alluding to with that. Yeah. And the older I've gotten and the more I've I've made my way around, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, like, get this it. really is beautiful. Like, yeah, And that's the true. things that they think about that I think we as Canadians, depending on where we live, of course, yeah. uh, sometimes we, we tend to forget. Yeah, exactly. I have a friend from, I have a f- really close homie from Japan who moved to Canada just three years ago. And like, I, you, sometimes you forget, man, like looking from like an outsider perspective, like not a Canadian perspective, but someone outside that like Canada is more like they see Canada more as like like um what's it called like no there's no no limits right there's no boundaries, for us yeah. we know that okay it's either gonna be Quebec 
Toronto <laughs> or, or BC. Or BC. Yeah, that's the place to go. But like, he went to Winnipeg, and like the reason why he went to Winnipeg is just because like that's just the way like his um like everything uh, arranged for him from Japan, right? And he told me, man, like it's fucking like this. The beauty of the nature there is amazing, man, and like. Damn, I'm like I'm so jealous because I'm like damn, bro. Like, I've, I've lived here like literally 29 years and I've never fucking even been outside of Ontario besides Quebec. Like, <laughs> no, dude, I'd highly recommend it. Like, yeah. you would, you'd that's like, be that's like my, so surprised. That's like my in two years, I, my plan is to at least do like a road trip to fucking BC. You, did you guys know that driving to Texas is actually closer than driving to BC? Yeah, no way. Yeah, I didn't know. I just learned. I just learned that, man. Yeah. Wow. So, so you're Texas actually you're actually quicker. So um, we, we did we did uh, from Ontario to BC, but we had to come back to Ontario at one point during that job, and we actually had to cut through the states. I didn't even realize that going back through the states would take you here in like almost a day sooner. No way. A that's day so, sooner. That's wild. It takes man. almost 18 hours to get out of Ontario. And it's so funny because <laughs> I, so I try wild, to explain man. this to my cousins yeah. and I'm like, guys, like you guys fly to like Amsterdam from Germany in like half an hour. I'm like, it takes me 18 hours out of my own territory. Yeah. You guys don't even understand <laughs> how big this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's, it's just a province. Yeah, but like, massive, man. It is. Crazy, it's so yeah. wild. It's I crazy. Could, I could see why like, I never understood like shout out to boy again, but I never understood why he's so like obsessed with like like all the bushcraft that he does, man. But like, once you even just drive like two hours out, three hours out into it's our totally province, man, world. it's like completely different, man. My uh, my brother in law is exactly like boy when it comes to the outdoors. She's yeah. one of those that you can leave him in the middle of nowhere, and this guy will fucking like have, thrive. He'll, <laughs> he'll thrive. He'll live live the dream. Like yeah. I, I actually admire people like that. To me, it's just like if you're able to just have certain tools or even nothing and just go to the middle of a forest or nowhere yeah. and fucking thrive. Like There's something so yeah. primal about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's like just it's such a natural thing that that before this whole, you know, what experience and reality that we have now before yeah. us, yeah. like this is the majority of life for mm-hmm. thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So. Yeah. When people do get back in touch with that, like, and I, I mean, I can speak to this. Like, I, I don't, I don't do this stuff often, but the times that I have gone out and gotten back in touch with nature, like, I, I realize in those moments, I'm like, yo, this is so, it's so primal, but it's so like relaxing, yeah. and it is also in such a way, like, it's, I find my mind is sharper. Like, yeah. I, I, you have more time with your thoughts and yeah. your. What really needs to be done, not the yeah. things that we value here and we say, okay, like I need the next car or I need the yeah, next yeah, yeah. this the or the next that. The materialism. It's the like city mentality. Nah, man. Urbanism. You need yeah. to make a fire. You need to eat. Like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how this goes. Yeah. And doing those things, it really is interesting because it does bring you back to that. 100%. One thing, um, as you know, like I, you know, I'm getting into the whole uh, motorcycle life. Yeah, well, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I, I I'm actually excited for and I, I can't wait to do is uh, my buddy and I were talking about doing like a road trip on the, the motorcycle. And they say that it's one thing when you drive and see scenery and stuff. Yeah. But it's another thing when you're actually riding. You feel the breeze. I've never had, <laughs> I haven't experienced actually doing that yet. So the I'm barrier. excited for it. Yeah. But like everyone that I talk to that yeah. says like, if you want to travel and see Canada, yeah, you got to do it on the bike. On man. a bike? It's funny. So my brother, he lived in Australia for two years. He was a he's a chef, and he went there for a culinary trip, and also just to kind of explore. It's funny, man, because like Australia, the way that they set up their kind of like their travel industry, is so much better than here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like, it's funny because it could be similar. Like Canada could do the same thing as Australia. It's just like we haven't done it yet. 
But um, he told me that apparently, like the Hell's Angels and all those biker gangs, they're they're thriving in Australia, man. Like yeah, literally, like they'll just be driving on the highways. They literally like it's crazy, bro. Like it's, bike 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 culture in Australia is like thriving. Which, is it really? Yeah, I don't understand. Told me. Because they everything in Australia, as everyone knows, is trying to kill you. To kill you. <laughs> Try to kill you. So, <laughs> I you, yeah. you fucking go bike riding, you know, on Highway Ten in Brampton. Yeah. Or like her Ontario, whatever. Yeah. A mosquito hits you, and it's like it fucking hurts, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's bike ride. Imagine yeah. a motorcycle. But remember, in those, Australia, they got yeah. killer flies yeah. and shit. Those guys, those, those guys are hardened. Like that's, that's like years and years, bro. Like the skin's probably man, so used to it. Tough people, man. Yeah. I, I, I'd be freaking. Australia, you know, Australia. Like, yeah. spider the size of your fist, yeah. just Fuck walking up that. and claw, crawling up on you. No, no thank way. you. It's crazy, man. Listen, good man. for you guys, man. No, you guys no are way. awesome. Um, all right. So we touched upon where you're from, your career. What COVID has done to your career? How has it, what <laughs> done? How's it impacted? How's it impacted? Yeah. Yeah. For me. Yeah. yeah. Advice. What advice you can give to the new generation about in terms of life in general? So, as you know, kids today, like we were talking about earlier, they're very confused and they're lost about what they want to do and all that. And for someone who has been through high school and university and now you know you're you're doing a, you're working in a career what advice you can give to someone that's trying to figure out their path yeah man it's not it's not i don't want to say like put put your head down and just keep going through but uh you know at, at the same time i do in some degree mean that like uh you know life is not easy um there's tough times you know whether you're young you're older I, I, that's the one thing I've realized does not really change. Like it really just kind of progresses and you're always facing a challenge. Um, you know, whether it's the bully in school when you're young or you get older and you have, you know, bills to pay for and that's your next mm -hmm. concern. You know, you just got to find a way and uh, not to be discouraged, man. Like uh, life is going to throw you some, some curveballs, And sometimes it's, it's some really big ones. It doesn't, you know, there's, there's always the manageable things, but sometimes it's the things that don't feel manageable. Mm -hmm. um, bank on the people that you love and that you trust. Know that sometimes you got to understand who you're surrounding yourself with you know, you don't always, I mean, for myself personally, I've always been like, I, like I mentioned earlier, I've, I've had the same friends for, for many, many years. And, and in a lot of ways, I depend on my family and my friends to not give me the answer that I want, mm -hmm. but sometimes be willing to hear the answer that you need. And it's not going to be something you want all the time. And it's going to be difficult at times and challenging, but, um, take that advice, try to run with it as best you can and understand that, uh, no option uh, that you at least pursue can hinder you. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, you can only learn from those experiences. Uh, you know, even if you try something, it fails on you, big, you know, not big deal. I understand it. It may feel like a big deal in the moment, but that going forward is going to help shape you to make the right choices in your life. Um, and yeah, man, like the, I, like I've, I've made plenty of mistakes, dude. I, 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 I fail constantly. Yeah. I, I don't by any means think of myself as someone that's uh, successful. In fact, I don't want to because I think if I do, that's when people kind of take it easy and, and feel as though they can back down. And, and yeah. I'm someone that aspires to constantly learn. Uh, I feel like if I'm not constantly learning, I'm failing myself, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't want to fail myself. Uh, we have one life. We have one shot at this. And uh, you know what, man? The, like we were kind of talking about it earlier, like even wealth, wealth, wealth to me is not necessarily monetary. Mm -hmm. An experience like this, sitting with you guys, 
having the chance to talk with other people and really get a chance to listen to each other. That's such a valuable thing. So take the time to listen to others. And yeah, man, don't always, don't always be a talker. I, I've, I, I have work to do on that. I try, <laughs> I try very, very. Hey, it's all good, man. Hey, you know what? It's yeah. good to be a talker. In yeah, the, when you do something like this, right? especially on a podcast. Especially yeah, on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> might be the one place this is okay. Yeah. Um, but no, man, just to try and really listen and 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 pursue different things. Like you're yeah. you're not going to be successful at everything, man. But yeah. but uh, you know, try to try to figure things out and give them a shot. There's there's no harm. Yeah, I, re- I really like that, man. I, I think, like, overall, just from listening to what you're saying, is, like, a, a big thing I'm taking away from it is just, like, intention is key for a lot of, like, aspects. Or if, if like, when you move in life and, like, things happen and events happen, like, intention and, like, mindset is, like, really important. And that's what I'm that's what I'm uh, getting with, with what you're uh, saying, man. Yeah. And it's really important because, like, intention and mindset could really could really drastically change which trajectory life life takes you. So What, what I, I, I think... Um the new generation needs to to know is that if some they got they they got to learn how to feed off of the negativity because in a positive way yeah and uh, sorry they they gotta yeah exactly they gotta take because like negativity if you if you take it in a positive way right you can turn you it's very easy to turn something negative into a positive for sure right uh like it if you learn how to feed yourself with positive input from a negative comment or a negative uh, thing in general or mm-hmm. issue, yeah, you will succeed. It'll yeah. help you. Mo- it'll motivate you to to do something better for yourself and just do something in general that's positive and that will just pave the way for others. Yeah, I see. Like Absolutely. for me, you know, again. I've always been told, you know, I was never going to be successful because I have no education. I was never going to, you know, uh, I was going to be fucking homeless and all that bullshit. Yeah. But clearly, I, I've it been the total opposite. <laughs> it happening right now. Right? <laughs> but do you yeah, find yeah. that you used all that as motivation for yourself? Yeah. See, for me, I was taught, I came from a family who, uh, in general, from aunts and uncles to my own parents, we, my, fam- my whole family, they were all were um work hard working yeah average middle i would say middle class that's yeah. what that's one thing right? i always respect about like we were the never, portuguese culture man. they were they were very poor at one point mm-hmm. but they worked hard to get very hard hard to workers, get to where man. they're at hard workers and yeah, I, sure. it's not just yeah. the portuguese it's it's everyone mm-hmm. like the, the, i feel like, like, Im- like immigrant 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 culture right? yeah, yeah. yeah. General, the immigrant yeah. culture i just feel like they come here with nothing and they make something out of it exactly. so they take a negativity yeah. and they make a positive thing out of it yeah. i agree i agree so yeah, I just feel like people, the the new generation, they just get to offend it too easily. Yeah, you know what it oh, is. Oh, I agree. Yeah, it's no, like, it's one of those things too, where like like building off what you said about negativity, at the end of the day, the way that you could simplify it the most for all the listeners out there, and even for us, is like think about it like stress. It's literally just stress. Like it's stress that basically builds up and it basically will impact you, but. Stress could be a good thing. Think about going to the gym, right? You put your body over stress and it gets stronger. The same thing with your mind. All you have to do is make sure that you have the intention to make yourself stronger with the stress that you're obtaining, right? That's the thing. Like, and especially, like I, like, I know we've talked about it a lot, but like in the context of social media, like there's a lot of negative comments up there. But that, th- I think the one thing that can be taken from that is you can take that either as criticism mm-hmm. or you can take it as a complete negative. Yeah. And yeah. criticism can always be spun into a positive. It's something that you can look and say, okay, maybe someone does have a valid point in what they're saying. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't always have to take and say, oh, poor me. Like, I mean, it's it's hard not to at times, but at the same time, 
if you look at the depth of that, maybe there is some truth to it. And maybe it actually influences you in a way that you can move it to a positive direction. Like, yeah. okay, maybe this is something I need to work on for myself yeah, and not necessarily just appease like the person that said it, but maybe it appeases you internally and you feel intrinsically as though you're accomplishing something by, yeah. by turning that. Yeah. And, um, I, o- I also think again, it, it falls under the parents, you know, mm. Parents mm. nowadays are too overprotective over their kids, which is not a good thing. You know, yeah. there's pros mm. and cons to that, but obviously a lot more cons. The helicopter parent. The helicopter parent. <laughs> so helicopter parents. I, I just think, I don't know, like, listen, I come from a, a family that my mom was very overprotective mm-hmm. and I saw what it did to me at a very young age. I was very scared to do anything because my mom was so overprotective. Yeah. You know? But then as I started hanging around with my friends and my, my cousins and my aunts and my uncles and just other families that were raised differently, yeah, you realize certain things. And yeah. I'm not saying that my mom did a bad job. She did a phenomenal no, job. 100%. Man. I yeah. think yeah. But it's right. just, you know, it, it's just when you overprotect someone to a certain point, you you literally get scared to do anything. It's that it's that old like proverb of like good uh, the path to like disaster is a yeah. painful good intention. Right? Yeah, it's and like that sure. old yeah. And uh, I just feel like when you're you know I'm not a parent yet, but I know one day from from what I see out there, I I know one day when I have a kid, you know I I'm gonna be that parent that is is gonna be protective, but I gotta let my kid learn for himself. Yeah, or yeah. herself. You like know you said, yeah. you know, man, I, that's something I'm very thankful for. My parents, uh, from a young age, really encouraged uh, my brother and I to, um, to, you know, to pursue opportunities mm-hmm. in, in whatever facet that we could. And and again, it, it was not like as a means of hindering us. It was just like, hey, learn. This is a mm-hmm. part of life. This can help you in some way, shape, or form. Whether that meant traveling or getting a new job or going to school and pursuing a post-secondary or even in high school, like going to going to play for new teams and and whatnot, like whatever we did it, like I'm very thankful for that because Mm -hmm. I, but you know what, in all, in all fairness though, there is no right or wrong. You know, if your mom was overprotective, you know, you're right. It is paved with good intention. Very good intention. But you know, the the opportunities to explore things and not be overly, um, overly scared to pursue those opportunities is an important thing too, because you do have the opportunity to learn through those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah every, well, every experience, every experience has, yeah. a pro, has a pros and cons, right? Yeah. Every experience. Yeah. But it's it, always good to focus on the con, uh, always good to focus on the pros and learn from the cons. I, I just think that, you know, you have to, to learn how to deal with the bad things in order to figure out the yeah. good things in life yeah so you know what touching on that it's, it's pretty funny because like you know the one big thing i've noticed uh between our generation and the new generation mm-hmm. and and i don't know if you guys have ever heard about this but yeah. like now in a lot of sports they don't count the score until a certain age which i find is what? such an uh, yeah so yes. like that's, so that's i think it's thing. i think it's up yeah. until like 13 or so i yeah. I, I could be mistaken I don't don't younger. quote me it may yeah. be younger than this yeah. Yeah. but they they do what they do is they don't count the score and i think it's sort of this encouragement to kids like you're not gonna like there's no loss in uh, it yikes. which i understand the premise behind it. it it's it's well intentioned again yeah, it's the yeah. same same idea but 
at the same time, some of the most valuable lessons I learned growing up, especially sports. as yeah, yeah. As through sports was loss, like mm. how to cope with loss, yeah. how to, how to accept that not every time you're going to be a winner. Yeah. And I think these, these participation medals, yeah. which are, are there with great <sighs> intention, yeah. they don't necessarily uh, teach you the honesty of yeah. life, which is when you get out there, man, it's a, yeah. it, it is a doggy a dog, dog, dog world. world. I could speak from personal experience because I am from the generation that started the whole everyone participation trophy. I remember playing for basketball. And, and then they started that? And there was literally fucking, like they had the three trophies for obviously the MVPs, but then they had these little tiny trophies. I still have it on my, my dad's house, man. Yeah, <laughs> so I the participation yeah. medal. Yes. And I, I, just rem- <laughs> I, I just remember getting the trophy as a child and then like going to my brother and be like, what is it? Like, okay, I guess we get a trophy too. Like, what's going on? But like, you know I, feel like, last? I feel like just, they're, <laughs> they're just adding fuel to the flame doing That's this it, whole, I don't know. I don't know, man. Don't Listen, know, man. if if you can't teach your, the, you know what? I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say if if you can't learn uh, how to deal with the negative at an early age, right? You're fuck like that hey straight up man straight up up. like that that person that kid is fucked well the problem is if you can't figure it out at 8 10 12 whatever the case may be how are you going to deal with that for the very first time at like at 21 or 25 or whatever like if that's the first time experiencing loss in your life you you don't have this threshold and this this ability to to deal with it and that that's problematic in in itself yeah it's it's scary it's actually very scary if you think about it like imagine this like picture yourself okay picture yourself growing up not knowing how it feels to lose or to get hurt or to get in trouble like think about that you as a grown man okay how do you picture yourself in that scenario right now. Okay, so I, I can I guess I can kind of speak to this in, in, in one capacity, which is um I, I was very fortunate. I never I never lost a grandparent until uh this this year actually, which is twenty twenty. Um this was the first time that I experienced loss in my personal life in terms of someone that I love. And in many cases I, I hate for this, I don't want this for the this to sound like a negative thing. But oftentimes people experience these things when they're younger and you lose the loved one when you're younger and you have that the ability to kind of understand what's going on because you've experienced it once before. I'm 29. This is the first time I've ever experienced losing someone close to me. And, And that was a difficult experience for me. Like I didn't know how to react. I didn't know how to, you know, feel about the situation. And I can't imagine... You know, I, I'm using the context of, of my grandparent, but I can't imagine possibly not understanding a basic loss. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the thought of not understanding what a basic loss is in life and and being able to cope with it because yeah. coping with this was a very difficult thing for me. It was something that I, I had a hard time with. I, that's, I didn't, that's yeah. very extreme. That, it yeah, it is. It's, it's an unusual that's, scenario. That's probably the worst for sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it's yeah. a, it's a difficult one to have to swallow for me personally, yeah. but I mean, you know, thankfully there were other experiences in my life that kind of, I, I don't want to say helped me cope with it a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, 
if you've never experienced a basic loss, like, my God, man, come on. If you yeah. can't lose a basketball game at 13, how the hell are you going to lose a grandparent at yeah, 29? You know what exactly. I mean? Like, or a parent or or, or, or anybody for that yeah. matter. And, and Yeah, exactly. And you know what's the other thing is that, like, I, I get it, like, topics like that are depressing and a lot of people avoid it at all costs. But for me, in some sense, I kind of like and enjoy talking about death and losing someone. Mm. Uh, life as we know it, man. Life, <laughs> That's it. Life as we know it, man. For sure. It's inevitable. It's yeah. it's realistic. It's part of life, man. There like, would be no life if there wasn't. I'm death, not man. saying that we got to make a whole episode on death. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. all I'm saying is once in a while, I think it's healthy to talk about the inevitable like yeah yeah of course it's yeah. it's one of those things that's out of our control and uh you know it's something that usually around family dinners it always comes up at some point yeah of course and uh it's interesting because you get to see who really don't like it and i don't fault them that's their thing yeah. but it's just it's one of those things where i just feel like you have you can't avoid it you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. I like talking about it because I know that I get some comfort out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. No, I understand. I understand. Like when yeah. I talk about it, yeah. it just, I just feel it's like, like, it's like a nothing. freedom. It's like a freedom you get. Yeah. Kind of. this, it's like, uh, like you, you, you can't be scared of it. Yeah. And if you are, you got to learn not to be scared of it because it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is in a sense, uh, quite liberating, yeah. you it know, is. like, it uh, is. the ability to talk about it without, uh, fear is, is important because it, it is true. We're all inevitably headed that way and not to be like upsetting or depressing about it, but, but being able to yeah. cope with it throughout your lifetime is an important thing. Yeah. And, and I think that it does start with small losses, exactly. right? You yeah. learn through small losses how to be able to deal exactly. with particular yeah, scenarios up, as up, yeah. you continue throughout your yeah. life. Yeah, like, I really like that, man. It's not yeah. it's not always going to be super simple and yeah. always positive and yeah. cheery and joyful. See, like, like, like to tie it back, just be pondering about it of of how, you know, like the whole culture, like what we're talking about, like the fact that they're taking away these small lessons for the next generation and how it's impacting society. We're seeing it, man. Like when people are challenged in a way where like, like they can't cope with like loss or they can't cope with things that aren't going their way. They, they rage, man. They, yeah. they, they get angry. They take to the streets. They, they try, they try to, they try to stop it or they try to spin reality into their, into, into their beliefs. You know what I mean? But that's not healthy, man. It's not healthy. That's the thing. It's toxic, that, man. That, that is the toxicity that yeah. comes behind. Not, not educate. Like, honestly, it is an education for yourself yeah. in any way that you, you shape it. Um, and I think I think it is an important thing, man. And even from a young age, like I mean, nobody wants to experience these things. They're not they're not pleasant experiences. I wish, yeah, yeah I they wish are, we never but did. they're they are definitely things that benefit you and and the, that you get to take with you throughout life. And I mean, you know, we're, we're still fairly young. There's still a lot of things that oh, yeah, you man. know the three 100%. of us are going to learn in as our we prime, continue. Man. Exactly, yeah, yeah prime, yeah. 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 Um, where are we at right now? So we're sitting at one hour and one minute. Oh my one goodness. One hour and one minute. Ooh, <laughs> Time flies okay. by, man. I want to get, usually at this point we do the rapid fire questions, but I want to get your input. Yeah, let's go a little bit deeper. Yeah. Sure. On uh, politics. Sure, man. Yeah. Because I know you got a bit of a uh, background on that in terms of education. Oh yeah. Um, I wanted to ask this prior, but uh, what was your, what was your field of study in university? So I did political science and international relations. So okay, nice, that, nice. that is what I studied. Yeah. Um, Man, I think this is just, it, it is, uh, 
it is a very unique time mm-hmm. um, for a lot of us. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of very, it's funny because, you know, uh, throughout our lifetime, I don't really remember a time where people have been so politically involved, mm-hmm. um, you know, at all ages. Like, uh, this is the first time in my life where I've really seen young people highly engaged in, in political discussions and mm-hmm. you see really polarizing things, Yeah, which is, which is you know, both hard to, to deal with, but it is a good thing, man. It's nice. It's nice that people are engaged because that's the important thing. Yep. You want things to be representative of what people think. And, and I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people, Oh, you know, I'm one person. My vote doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. These guys are all liars, but man, it, even if it's one liar or another, you, you probably want the liar. That's, you know, very yeah. it, that's more yeah. in conjunction with yeah. what you're thinking. And I learned this today, but apparently, so obviously as part of the millennial generation, we're actually, we're actually, um, we recently super like superseded the boomer generation, hmm. but like majority of our generation doesn't vote compared to the boomer generation, hmm. which is weird because like right now we're like, our generation is, is, is driving the car. You hmm. know what I mean? So I think that is it is really important that our generation uh, gets more involved in politics because we're really the ones that are going to be deciding the trajectory of like and this where is things the thing. are going. When, when you see things like COVID that are coming out now and, you know, not everybody agrees with everything that's going on. And, and, I'm, and mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Like, you're not supposed to agree on everything that goes on. There's, yeah. there's no way that the three of us, if we sat here and discussed every topic, are going to agree on everything. And that's mm-hmm. our right. Yeah. I think, the, I think the big and important thing to take away now in, in today's era is that this cancel culture uh, is not a necessity, man. Like, you really need to listen to the person next to you. That's the one thing I loved about, about studying politics was uh, personally it's not that I never felt an association towards a particular side I I, I have my beliefs and and I do you know I do believe in them Mm -hmm. however I respect the fact that you're going to have a different opinion than me and I respect the fact that you're going to have a different opinion than me and there's nothing wrong with that I think we have to get back to meaningful discussions about what we can do to progress as a society, mm-hmm. what we can do to progress as people yeah. and, uh, and to move ourselves in the right direction, you know, and it's not always going to work. I mean, the thing is, is not to have the discouragement to say like, it's not worth it because mm-hmm. it is yeah. worth it to be involved. It is worth it to have these conversations, but with the respect for each other, you know, like I don't, I don't, I can never understand when people, you know, hear each other's opinions. No, nah, nah, that's it. Like I, that, I'm, I'm done with you. Like why? Because the guy thinks a little differently yeah, than you. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with the person. Yeah. You just have a disagreement in the way that you view a particular issue, for instance. Yeah. And it's not always everything. That's yeah. the other thing. I also think that things now are, are very, um, we, we don't have individual people that represent, um, you know, everybody's ideal of politics in Canada. We have Very three, true. we have three main parties, mm-hmm. maybe four. If you want to count the green party in the States, it's even worse. It's two parties. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Don't tell me that there's yeah. only two parties that could possibly represent everything that you believe in. There's no way. Hey man, I was voting for Kanye. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kanye. Uh, what was it? The birthday party. I'm pretty sure that's what he was going to call oh, it. The, birth, the birthday party. Guys, Shout out to Kanye. But, um, <laughs> No, man, I, I think that that, that that stuff is so valuable. And, and for us, just as a whole, as a society, I think it's important that we, we start to stray away a little bit from this cancel culture. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's certain reasons that it has emerged and, and many reasons that were meaningful or attempted to be meaningful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But I think that having these discussions are important to move forward in a positive way. Yeah. Um, just to quickly um, kind of like just touch on, to touch upon your experience in university, especially mm-hmm. University of Toronto. Um, did you find that studying politics when you were in Toronto was the kind of culture culture really charged up when you were there or was it kind of like when you were leaving? Um, I, I don't think that it was particularly something that I was experiencing as much at the time. I think that was really the onslaught of, uh, you know, social media acceleration, which I think is really mm-hmm. kind of projected cancel culture to yeah. where it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, being in a classroom, man, when you're on one side of the, uh, you know, when you're on one side of the political scale and yeah. debating with somebody who's on the other side, yeah. um, you know, and you have to sit there and you have to have a, a concise debate. You have to have good points. You yeah. have to be able to listen. Yeah. And uh, so, no, it wasn't necessarily driven by that at that time. But I think that those experiences, getting in a classroom, having engaged discussions with others that were willing to engage in a in a meaningful way and mm-hmm. again not in that negative yeah, like, yeah rip you down because you have a difference of opinion yeah, like yeah. guys you get you guys both seem like great guys like so what you you disagree on what justin trudeau did this week okay cool like that that's all fine and dandy but that doesn't make you a horrible person and it mm-hmm. doesn't give me any right to yeah. sit here and bash you yeah, to the point like, that like, like you character you know. character shame yeah, it, yeah it's character defamation yeah, for yeah. for what purpose because yeah. you disagree with me on exactly, something big yeah. deal like i and i think that that's just such an important thing to to start recognizing yeah. is that we need to get back to the things that are meaningful yeah. and help us all in a in a really positive way man yeah i true yeah like i really me personally like i'm more of just like a lurker or bystander of politics like i'm not too familiar with like mm-hmm. the intricacies but i do obviously conservative um, liberal, you know, I, I know, I know the basics, and I kind of chime in here and there. Obviously, because of social media, yeah. I'm, I, I'm an example of like someone who kind of is brought into the political sphere through social media, mm. and yeah, like I kind of want to see that. I really want to see the, the change where we kind of get away from like, like having you know, pers- like emotions in this like debates and like having like people like attack people's characters based on like their political views like i'm i'm so tired of seeing that man it's yeah it's literally just like it's nothing but this hot air at this but, point. This is, but this is the thing i think that these are the types of issues that lead to people wanting to stray away from being involved in politics mm-hmm. you don't like if all you see is argumentativeness yeah. Yeah. What incentive do you have to be a part of it? Exactly. It's, just, just, it's a dumpster fire, pretty uh, much. At this point, pretty right? much. That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. it. At, at that point, yeah. yeah. So, so how do you like as a as a student of politics? How do you see, or what are some things that you think would kind of like help things go back to the way that were, where everyone was having more logical debates and more logical discussions about politics? Um, man, I think I think that that's a really tough question. Um, that that's something that I think is a matter of of people just genuinely having respect for one another. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that's a difficult thing to necessarily attribute to politics because I think it attributes to a, a lot of things that we do in our life now. I think yeah. they're they're very different. Um, but man, honestly, being able to sit there and understand that somebody else's perspective is not right or wrong. Mm-hmm. There is no right or wrong with politics. It's just different. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's not like my view. Okay. It's like saying the way your parents raised you. Okay. Your parents, the way they raise you is not necessarily right or wrong. It's different from the way my parents may have raised me, Mm -hmm. but there's no, there's no right or wrong behind it. So it's just different experiences. Exactly. And you don't tell somebody else how to parent. No, you never do. You never do that. That's like a common knowledge thing. You don't, you don't expect that. So I think the same thing with politics. You don't tell someone how to have their political views, but you listen to it. You may have disagreements with it you can talk about where to have disagreements with it, but 
the defamation part is what's really it's really troubling to me like i, I this is something we really got to get away from and mm-hmm. it's, it's a way that people will start to be more engaged with these things uh and listen to one another man mm-hmm. i like that man i like that well you know what let's uh let's hop on to the ran the Random rapid questions? fire rapid yeah. fire oh, all right let's do it up awesome okay so this segment is pretty much our closer um the way that we set it off is um you get to pick a number, basically whatever number between one and ten that you like, and based on that number, we're gonna ask you random questions. Oh man! <laughs> um, awesome. So between one and ten, any number you want. It could be one, ten, five, seven, eight. I'm gonna go with seven. 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 Go okay. With seven. That's, right, the, that's cool. the number right. that came to mind. So, so let's do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna go first. I'll ask Andreas. Sure. Andreas will ask you, and then you ask me, vice versa. All right. Oh, but our so we're gonna ask. We're gonna grab seven questions and we're all gonna answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. To make it quick. Right. Okay. Let's do it up. All right. It's just us three. If it yeah. was boy here, then then we'd have to uh, cut it short right. because it's top two. Shout out, boy. Yo, boy. Where you at, man? Yeah, Come on. Yeah, where are we're you, gonna, man? <laughs> we said this before with uh, other guests. Um, eventually, we're gonna get everyone to come in. Yeah. And do a second cool. go around. So we'll. Man, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I've, I've honestly really had a blast doing this. This yeah. is this, Yo, is, this is, is such a great yeah, experience. It's dope, man. man. It's dope. It, it is really yeah. cool, man. We and haven't had one person that came in here and was like, "Yo, fuck this." Yeah, stop recording. Absolutely. All right. Oh man, here we go. Okay, cool. Holy shit, this is long. And I was gonna say, man, <laughs> I'm a bit cross-eyed because of the wine, but uh, <laughs> bear with me. All right. All right. If you had to eat one thing from McDonald's every meal for a week straight what would you choose chicken nuggets i don't even have to think about that bro hey. chicken nuggets do i get whatever <laughs> dipping sauce i want because yeah. now oh, okay yeah, we good we good bro yeah. I, it's, I, a, it's a barbecue sauce. i literally just try a 10 pack of nuggets baby i literally just had chicken nuggets before the show what are you thinking you going you want chicken? Oh, me too you going uh, chicken nuggets no nah, man i gotta i gotta say it because i i've done it <laughs> book chicken man <laughs> Look, oh, chicken combo, man. Yes. <laughs> all right, at least we're all on that right. chicken tip. We all know it's yeah. good. Oh, JP, what, what about you? Same thing? Yeah, chicken nuggets. Chicken, chicken nuggets? You okay. just did it before yeah. the show. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, literally yeah. Just, I literally just yeah. ate it before the show. <laughs> so you started on Monday then. <laughs> 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 all right, so I'm going to fire away with this. Okay. If you were given three wishes, what would they be? Oh, this is the closer, man. Okay, whatever. We'll change it up because of uh, it's, it's yeah, season, well, three. Yeah. season three. That shouldn't even be one of the questions yeah, because that's, good. that's our closer, but it's okay. Yeah, whatever. You want to leave this okay. for number seven? You guys want to leave this you know for number what? seven? Yeah. Leave that for seven. We'll leave this leave for seven. seven. I'm, I'm going to pick one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. yeah. okay, all right. I don't even know why that's in there. Seven. That shouldn't be in there. No worries, man. Okay. Jesus, man. What's with those long questions? I know. <laughs> you really like these things, eh? Who printed these out? It's man. boy. Yo, boy, you're yeah. not here, but you're fucking so over. <laughs> As <is> usual. <laughs> this is both hilarious. Um, if you were in a witness protection program, what would your new name be and where would you go? Oh, shoot, oh, man. This shit. is hard. Oh, man. Bumba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. What was the... You got five seconds to answer. Oh, man. Do you guys watch? Do you guys watch Simpsons? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of the the name that uh the the they gave home uh the Simpsons when they went to witness protection when so Sideshow Bob was trying to kill Bart. Oh, it's like yes. Mr. Thompson. Mr. Thompson. It's like <laughs> you are Mr. Thompson. Okay, so Mr. Thompson. I'd be I'd be Mr. Thompson. <laughs> where you, where are you going? Springfield? Oh, dude. Like, good man. No, I would. If, is it? It has to. This has to be in your country. Or it has to be like anywhere in the world. We could be anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Okay. It would be. It would be. Uh, Fuck, man. I'll, I'm just going to say it because I fucking love it. I'll, I'll say Japan, bro. Japan. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's where I'm going. Right, cool. <laughs> JP? Ooh. Mr. J. Pizzle. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? Ooh. 
Fuck, I was gonna. I like Japan too, bro. You gotta learn the language, man. Uh, okay, no, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna go down to America. America? America? America. America. Oh, okay, uh, what state? What state? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll just. California. Oh, all right, Cali. Whatever. All right, yeah. Might as well, right? Classic, man, yeah. Okay, uh, what about you, buddy? Man, I don't know. I'm gonna go with something close. I'm gonna go with Dre Yotis because Dre Yotis. Dre, Dre Yotis. It's it's very close. It, it's like kind of part of my name, but it's not uh, terribly far off. Okay. Uh, I'm Yotis, going to Iceland. Man. I just oh, want. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, Iceland. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just hit up nature again. That, uh, make my way Bjork, around the that, island. That Bjork, the Bjork <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. Dre Yotis. Yeah. Yeah, these are really long, man. I think it's the font too. You guys are pretty like seventy-two. Listen, <laughs> this was all boy, bro. He's not here, but I'm blaming him. Okay, all right. If you had to choose to live with without one of your five senses, which one would oh, you give man. up? One of your five senses. Oh, shit. So you have sight, smell, he- smell, hear, taste, touch, and touch. Those are your Ooh. five. But apparently, so this is like random, but like apparently humans have more than five senses, and one of them is sense of time. Just so you guys know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. If you research it, there's actually more than five senses for humans, but interesting. Well, yeah. I'll let you guys we'll go with the OG. Yeah. With the OG yeah. five the OG, senses. The OG five. Fuck, yeah. that's a okay. that's a tough one. Um, but you know what? You mean if I can't smell? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I would do the smell. Smell. You do smell? Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. All right. I think it would be good. To smell. Uh, I think I, I think I would. Man. Tough. I it is kind of tough because there's certain scenarios where I feel like I would want one over the other. Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna go with touch. 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 I think I'm gonna go with touch. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with touch. I could see that. I could see that. Well, that's actually a good or, one. Yeah. Or because feeling. Is it like feeling or is it touch? Touch. It's touch, yeah. right? Yeah. You'll touch. never. I'm gonna go with touch. You'll never be able to feel a woman's love. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! <laughs> never mind. I take it all back. <laughs> You're stuck there. <laughs> yeah. Nicole, I, please don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> nothing would. That's like, it. Nothing would. But I, I, I always thought it would be kind of interesting to, to kind of like lose your sense of sight. To be honest, really, yeah, just because of like, just because, just because of Daredevil, the, the, man. You know the, what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah, because apparently, like, I've seen, I've seen like um, instances where like you actually, you actually like develop echolocation. You know, like what bats like, yeah, sonar. Yeah. Apparently, because like apparently, when you lose one sense, like all the other senses will are enhance. Heightened. They are heightened yeah. to to compensate. You so know what? I would kind of, I would kind of want to like experience that. I believe that because every morning, my I get up at you know yeah five six or yeah, whatever. Yeah everyone's sleeping and i gotta walk around the house when it's pitch black yeah so yeah i figure out my way around the house yeah, exactly. all so yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I i get I that yeah that's not bad okay uh i think it's you jp yeah. yeah man so what is this fourth 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 this fourth, fourth. Yeah. okay thank god it's short what is oh no it's folded so it is long <laughs> <laughs> shit got all excited <laughs> yeah. no no it's actually not bad okay what is the funniest movie you have ever seen Oh man, I'm gonna go with Dumb and Dumber. Oh, oh the OG one, right? I, I, the OG I, one? No, no, man, the oh. OG. Yeah, the, the OG. OG right? the, yeah. Maybe <laughs> one of the best opening <laughs> scenes of all time. I love that thing. <laughs> I, I love I'm that. I'm with him on that. So Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, which is the movie, bro? The the most funniest movie. Have you guys ever seen Tommy Wiseau's The Room? What? No, have no. You, have you guys ever watched? Um, it was a movie that came out like maybe two years ago. It was um James Franco. He did a. Uh, what was that movie, man? It was called um, fuck. I got I got to figure. Oh man, he 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 did a whole movie based upon that. Joe Fax is cross eyed right now. Oh, Don't no, ask him to search up shit. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. usually, uh, if you listen, oh, I'm no, no. Joe Fax, but I can't. 
Here, I'm gonna pull it right now. I can't fucking search right now. There's no way, hey. I'll search up the wrong That's thing. That's okay. <laughs> shout out to Yellowtail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Yellowtail. The the disaster artist. Have you guys ever seen that? I I've heard of this heard one. It? Okay, but so now I know what I'm watching tonight. Yeah, so, so this is good. Okay, so so the disaster artist is based off a movie called The Room that came out 2002. Okay. I'll tell you right now that movie. It's it's one of those movies where like it's so bad that it's good. It's a parody rendition yeah. of like yeah, the so, room. Yeah, so James Franco made a movie that was basically a parody of, of the room. Of that I've, I've watched the room. So you watched the room, like Tommy yeah, 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 That yeah. movie, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 like that movie has such a replay value to me. It's ridiculous. I've watched <laughs> the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you should watch it, man. It's ridiculously. It's so bad. It's good, man. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's far away. You're tearing here. me apart, oh, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, th- this is. Okay. Is it five? Five. The, right? Yeah, this is yeah, five. five. All right. How many slices of pizza are you capable of eating in Fuck, one sitting? Man. Dude. Okay, slices. I won't go like boxes, but at least well, twelve. I, at least twelve pieces, I, man. I've done it before, man. Uh, I can probably kill a box right now. A Yo, box? I could kill right yeah. now. Oh, there's like no a large. I'm killing a box right oh, now. A <laughs> large is twelve, so I'm gonna say twelve Fuck. slices. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with you yeah? on that one. Yeah, yeah, for slices? sure. Yeah, for sure. There's a large pizza. Yeah, I, there's a large pizza capable. What is this? This is uh, six. This is six, and then we'll end off, I think, with with the original one. Yeah, well, that we picked there. One. Yeah, right on. No, that should be extra. That's always. Isn't that always after? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're all right, right all right. Okay. What is the one thing women do that grosses you out? <laughs> grosses? Fuck. There's a lot, man. <laughs> 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 I don't even care if, get, if my fiance gets mad because it's fuck. Like, and anyone that's with a girl right now knows there's shout a lot out, of shit. Shout out, shout out to the girls. Just uh, keep in mind that we're put on the spot, so don't take it personally. <laughs> well, for me, I have this thing with hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm a hairy dude, but I just yeah. like for me, like you know, I, I maintain everything. So for me, it's like when when my girl leaves hair everywhere, it's yeah. a fucking pain in the ass, and I find it gross too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, yeah, that's for me. Hair. I'm gonna go with a pet peeve because I I can't think of anything like overly gross that yeah. I that I go with. Yeah. Man, like leaving a wet towel in the sink is like the worst thing. Wet yeah. towel in the sink. I don't want to grab that. It oh, is nasty. Yeah. It is cold. Uh, please ring that out. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Man. Oh, fuck, man. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> without getting in trouble. Yeah, without getting in trouble, man. Honestly, man, I don't know, man. I, I think I still might be in the mode where like nothing women do grosses me out. <laughs> I'm a fucking pervert. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Spent a lot of years yeah. dating the same lady, huh? <laughs> man. Okay, but like just for the sake of it, uh, yeah, I guess once in a while, if they, if they, if they, f- if girls <laughs> fart and it's too, f- like it's too much, man. It, like, it's, yeah, there we yeah, go. Sometimes, like sometimes it's a little bit too much. You know, it's like yeah, oh, okay, like, yeah, sounds like it. A, sounds I like a guy's it. fart, man. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah, but that's like it. Honestly, it takes me. It takes. I'm grossed t- out if anyone farts, bro. Yeah, exactly. If it's you're true. about to kill the room, please yeah, leave. It's Thank true. you. But I'm oh, not you're lucky, boys. But I'm not gonna lie, man. My my standards when it comes to what women do to gross me out is ridiculously low. All right, All right. so uh, yeah, this is the the last and final question of the show. If you were given three wishes, what would they be? All right, and this one's only for you, so yeah, yeah, we fair enough. This one. Um, man, I I would first wish would be to see all my friends and family see a happy life. Uh, you know, irrespective of what that means to them, as long as that was what they got, I would be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, I would love to be able, uh, one wishes to see the whole world, man. I, I wish I had all the time in the world to just explore like no other. Yeah, man. And, uh, 
last but not least, man. Uh, man, I'd, I, I, this is kind of like a guilty pleasure one, but I would love to eat at every Michelin star restaurant in the Ooh. world. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a foodie, so for me, that's one that but but I'll free, take. Right? For free, right? For free, yeah, 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 for, yeah, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. We all know that would be expensive as well. <laughs> yeah, that's expensive as <laughs> hell. I ain't doing that. If you go to uh, Asia, man, you can find some like Michelin stars for like yes, 13. Sir. Less yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Asia's like crazy, bro. For sure. Yeah. That's it. Awesome, All right, bro. well, that's dope. With that being said, Andreas, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks for having me, guys. It Appreciate has this. been yeah. a pleasure. Thank you to Yellowtail Shiraz. <laughs> <Yeah>. This has been. <laughs> it's been the vibe, man. <laughs> it's the vibe. Beautiful tonight, pleasure. Man. <laughs> Thanks for making me cross-eyed. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's it. I'm your host Lester, and I'm your host Jean Pierre. And our guest today was Andreas Axiotis. All right. And uh, shout out, boy, real quick. Shout out to boy for not being here, but we still love you, bro. I'm going to catch you on the next time, boy. Yeah, 100%, man. All right. And this has been the Life As We Know It show. Peace. Peace.